Hey guys, and welcome into the San Pedro FIFA League podcast. Um, this is kind of a last minute podcast that I'm going to do. Uh, basically, just want to get you guys uh, just a quick preview of what to expect in the FA Cup. I am going to pick who I think wins uh, by the end of this podcast. Catch you guys up quickly on D2, D1. Um, like I said, this is super last minute. That's why I'm kind of going quick. I want you guys to have it be a very brief podcast. I think it's barely over 35 minutes, something like that. So it's not too, um, it's not too crazy, but you guys, if you're working, you guys can listen to it. Even if you're not, it's very easy. You can do it within the hour. So, um, hopefully before the games get going tonight, we can, uh, or, or we can, uh, you guys can kind of listen to something and have a preview and make your own picks and let me know who you guys think is going to win it all by the end of the tournament. Um, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy it. We're going to start with D2, D1, and then I'll get into the preview of the FA Cup. We'll be, uh, I hope you guys enjoy. Um, yeah, any suggestions going forward, though, you guys continue to send those in. I really like the ones that you guys have sent in so far. I've actually put um, a ton of them into the podcast, so I hope you guys continue to do that for just you know the sake of content continue to do it those who interviewed with me last week thank you guys again washburn and roman you guys did great good luck in the tournament to everybody like i said and uh you know coming from a two-time winner let's hopefully see a first-time winner uh, i'd like to see that every time um i don't pick one of those unfortunately uh, but we'll see uh, what you guys think as we go forward and uh yeah just enjoy it Let's get you guys going with the D2 part of the podcast before we get you guys going uh, with everything else. Um, let's start with the player stats as we end month number three. David Espina leads the way in all the clean sheets for Atletico Madrid with six. Uh, Emil Aduero of Ajax and Dean Henderson of Leicester City have four. Just behind them is Albin Lafont of Torino with three, and those have been the best keepers in the division so far. Um there's a few teams, a uh, few players, excuse me, behind them that have really quite got the clean sheet streak going. But those are the three that are the no- or four that are the notables so far. In the assist battle, going from ten to one, we have Ignacio Piatti tied with a just a flurry of talents. Or excuse me, Nicolo Barella is in seventh, and he is tied with seven assists with multiple people. I won't sit there and go through all of them, but he's been the highest. Uh, rated one so far, along with Gabriel Martinelli, who's been really special. Uh, those are two very important names out of those spots, along with Plie and Ignacio Pasetto. In the sixth spot is Andres Ianesta of Houston Dynamo. He has eight. He's tied with Giuliano of Atletico Madrid. Christian Pavon of Benfica with nine assists. He's in the four, he's uh, ranked fourth currently in the assist battle. In third is Laton with nine as well. And tied with them is Jonathan David of Inter Milan. At the top right now is John Felipe Mateta of Ajax with 13 assists, and he is still currently the leader. Um, I know I caught people up a little bit on the last podcast, but that is just to touch base one more time since we had an update. Uh, as we continue to update you guys on everything else, let's get into the goals now with a another good batch of people tied still. Uh, Erling Holland, uh, Il- Ilkay Munayin, Alessandro Plie. Uh, Ignacio Pasetto all tied with 12 goals for the seventh spot. Uh, Christian Pavon tied with uh, Ibrahimovic for the fifth spot currently. Uh, Bayadu of Torino FC, he's got 16 sits alone in the fourth spot with Mateta above him on 20 goals in the third spot. Balotelli with 23 goals is now tied with Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang of Benfica for the top spot in the second division. Let's get into the standings before I move you guys on. It'll be Manchester City 
doing us very proud serving the country. Uh, unfortunately, in the 12th spot right now, but has a game in hand over Inter Milan. That game will be made up at a later date. They have six points. Inter Milan with nine points sit above them, with Gremio with 10. With 16 points is Atlanta United. Club Leon with uh, 18 in this eighth spot. Torino with 20, three points behind Al Ain, who are currently in the sixth spot. Houston Dynamo with 24 points. Hold the one of two uh, playoff spots with Atletico Madrid with 25 points in the fourth and other second uh, leg spot, uh, playoff leg spot to go. Um, remember, five teams in the second division go up. Um, these are the two spots that have to play to get in. The three that automatically get moved in, this is how they sit at the moment. Ajax with 32 points, um, seven points clear of Atletico Madrid at the moment. Uh, Benfica and Leicester City tied for first, but Leicester ahead on goal differential. That battle 26-12. to 12. Leicester City currently with 12 goals allowed. That is the best in the division um, and is clearly uh, their marker as they try to establish themselves as the best team in the division. Uh, Benfica and Ajax will have their say as they will meet a couple more times as the season progresses. Uh, these three teams have... All the reasons to win the second division, but all the comfort of being able to have that points gap and focus all their energy on trying to beat each other. It is going to be a fantastic race to the end. We saw this last season with Celtic, uh, with Arsenal, and with Young Boys. Three teams, all probably going to get promoted, but all having to put the effort in. Uh, it would be unfortunate if one of these three slip uh, because the battle's been so good so far. Um, and of course, with Atletico Madrid and Houston Dynamo playing really well, you have Al Ain, Torino, Club Leon. And of course, you have Atletico, uh, excuse me, Atlanta United, who are also hanging around, uh, just nine points off of Atletico Madrid. There's still a chance that Atlanta can catch everyone. Once I do the show for next week, you guys will hear me talk a little bit more about this uh, when I talk about D2. I just wanted to catch you guys up on what's going on one more time before we shift the focus to the FA Cup knockout stages. I'm going to shift you guys over to D1 really quickly, and then we'll talk about the knockout stages of the FA Cup. Okay, so now we have D1 to talk about really briefly. Let's start with the standings. The bottom three is PSG with eight points, uh, Bayern Munich with nine points. However, PSG have two games in hand. Like I said, this hasn't been fully updated, but I'll catch you guys up on what I can. Bristol Dortmund currently the third team in that 18th spot as one of the automatic uh, automatic relegated teams. AC Milan and Young Boys currently sit in the playoff spots with 15 and 14 points respectively. Real Madrid and Manchester United tied for 14th along with Young Boys, but the goal differential is currently what separates these squads just by three each uh, part, and that's going to be playing a factor, especially in the coming games. Kashima with 16, currently two games over Manchester United. I know those games were played. I haven't seen the points be added up. I can't remember who won. So I'm pretty sure Manchester United did get a victory, though, and I'm sure they'll go up above Kashima. However, Tottenham Hotspur currently sit ahead of Kashima with 17 points, way up above them in 11th is Atletico and Ashley now at 23, a point gap starting to spread between the 11 and up positions and to those at 12 and below, unfortunately. Let's crack into the top 10 with LAFC with 25 points, Celtic with 27 in 9th. Wolves in 8th with 30, 31 for Liverpool and Arsenal, both tied in the 6th spot. Augsburg with 37, tied with Lyon for the 4th spot at the moment. Uh, in the 2nd spot is America and Barcelona with 39. I know America will go higher. They did win their games. Chelsea with 49. They are undefeated, and they are currently leading in the standings, and I believe that point total will jump um, once they update that. I know there's a lot going on at the moment, so we will not worry too much about that. Like I said, I'll talk more about uh, what's going on with these divisions 
after the FA Cup ends because it is one of those tournaments that we want to focus on. Let's go into the player stats. Actually, I don't think I need to cover those. I think I covered those pretty accurately. I don't think there's much of a change. I, do, I will say this. Um, Neymar has jumped up on the list, like I predicted, and Eden Hazard is now coming up on the radar, along with Cito Immobile. So pay attention to those guys. They're going to jump up on the list. The usual suspects really haven't changed number-wise in goals. Uh, None of the stats have really changed since I last talked to you guys. Marcus Rashford uh, is 10-10 and now on the season. Nicholas Pepe, guys to watch. I talked about Moussa Dembele of Celtic. Um, But yeah, I I tried to keep it as brief as I could because I want to talk about the FA Cup and not have this be too long so that you guys can have a quicker preview of what is to come this weekend and the coming week of the FA Cup games. Let's get you to that, because that is the big talking point of this podcast. We'll be right back. All right, so the FA Cup was the first three months of the season uh, where we were split in the groups. We were all put in here to have a chance to get to this stage, the round of 16. And the 16 best teams are still live. Uh, The top two obviously progress in each group, Champions League style. Um. It is very interesting to see how we'll proceed with this tournament if we add more people. Um, I do believe there should be a, like, let's, for example, if the second division team at the bottom, like Manchester City or Inter Milan, whoever finishes last down there, um, the new teams should have to play them to make that 32nd team make it in. Um, Obviously, the teams who don't get to make it to the tournament should still get a payout. Um, but this is something we could, we should consider 32 teams in a tournament is more than enough, especially if it lasts throughout the season. Um, and maybe you could have a compensation knockout stage later on or something like that, depending how many people join the league. But because we have a golden boot in the FA cup, it's just something that popped to mind, um, earlier in the week. And I was like, man, that's going to be something that's going to play a factor, uh, especially if you have five guys in your group, um, you know, you can't just play them only once or something to make up the, the difference. Uh, we shouldn't get rid of the Golden Boot for the FA Cup. It matters to win the Golden Boot now uh, in all our competitions because the season's such a big deal now. Uh, you do need that um, to play a factor. And it, it is something that we need to focus on as we go forward uh, and how we create this tournament. If we're not going to have uh, exponential tournaments for those at the top, the elite, the top eight in Division One or we're not going to extend each division to have their own tournaments, then we need to have this tournament be the one along with the uh, VT Cup. VT Cup, I guess you could let everyone in. Um, even if you did have a golden boot, it doesn't really matter, I guess, as much um, because we broke the groups up very uniquely this last time, and there's no seeding. But because there's seeding in the FA Cup, I think it's almost pretty much a good idea to kind of look at how many people we allow in the tournament and should we have a playoff to get in. Once again, another opportunity to have something else happen in the league that doesn't blow up the the uh, league calendar over the top like some of us, including myself, have asked for uh, to make changes. It, it's not a drastic one. It's something that I think the league would actually probably look at and be like, hey, we could have a two-game playoff to get in. It's very Champions League-ish, and this is kind of our Champions League since we don't have another league that we play against uh, to hoist up a champion. Uh, so let's get into it. We'll start with Arsenal and BSC Young Boys. Ronnie came up last season from D2, and Arsenal are two years removed from the second division. And it is more so about which team is going to get out on the front foot. 
Leroy Sané has been the best, the best player out in both teams, but it's going to take Ronnie's team management and I think the ability for them to work together uh, in order for them to advance. I'm going to pick Arsenal to move through here. Uh, I'm going to go with a four to two goal uh, aggregate aggregate goal score here because I just believe that Arsenal will score the goals. Pepe's picked it up lately, uh, and I believe that uh, you look at Leroy Sané, the impact of him on a team that isn't struggling but isn't doing well either. I think they'll take full-on advantage. Who they'll meet is between Barcelona and AC Milan. Evan has been one of the shining young players in the league. Uh, young in the sense that he has just joined not that long ago. Uh, and AC Milan and Alejandro has been a very steady player, but he's struggled lately. Uh, the squad has a weird uh, verbiage uh, between young and old. And there really isn't, um, I don't think, enough class to get past this Barcelona team who just have two elite superstars in the league at least in Havertz and Dybala who are carrying a lot of the weight but not to mention you got to deal with so much pace and I don't think AC Milan uh, just looking at their track record so far this season are going to have the ability to do so so in the first quarterfinal matchup we'll have Barcelona and Arsenal but let's move up a little bit and let's watch two or get ready for two really nice matchups uh, between Olympic Lyonnais and uh, Celtic, and then we'll have Liverpool and Wolverhampton Wanderers. Now, uh, Lyon struggled at the end of their group stage, dropping the last two matches. However, they finished top of their table. Um, they will go through with Tottenham, uh, but they also get Celtic in this next round. And I just genuinely believe, as good as Drake could be defensively and controlling the tempo, from what I learned in my game uh, with Santi, is that that attack is going to give you everything they have. And I think if Messi can get on the front foot and uh, Sadio Mane can make an impact early, I don't think there's really much of a chance for Celtic because on the counterattack, um, I genuinely believe that Lyon are the best team uh, when they need to soak up pressure. The problem is they haven't been willing to do so, but I believe as we get into the knockout stages and the game gets a little bit tighter, they'll be more willing to change their game style and I fully expect Santi to play a little bit more uh, with more intent, especially with the last two losses he picked up against teams. Uh, most people would have him beating very easily with the talent uh, that he currently displays on the field. So I'll have him going through pretty easily. Um, let's get on to Liverpool and Wolves because this is the matchup where I'm not sure <laughs> what, what teams we're going to get. Liverpool at their best are one of the best teams in the league in the sense that you don't know where the goals are going to come from. They're going to make everybody get involved, and that's how they threaten you. You don't know whether to cover the left or down the middle or onto the right because they're going to hit you from everywhere. Wolves have a similar feel, but it's been Luis Suarez that's been the talk of the season so far. Ankel Di Maria stepped up. How will this team that, and Andrew, I'm using Andrew's words here, is the best defense on paper, how are they going to shore that up? Because they've had really good offensive games, and they've kept it quiet at the back. They've had shootouts, and and they've also been blown out. So they, the track record is all over the place. We're not sure what we're going to get. And I think that's the problem with this uh, Wolves team at the moment. And I, you guys heard me in the interview. That is my where my skepticism currently is, is with their defense. And I think Liverpool might just have enough. It's going to be tight. It's probably going to be 3-2 on aggregate, very tight matches. I think both teams will respect each other's offenses very much. And I think that's where we'll lie. But I think Lyon and Liverpool get through. And we'll talk about their quarterfinal matchup in a bit. 
We have Chelsea and Ajax and LAFC versus Manchester United in the next couple uh, matchups. Chelsea, I don't think I have to say much more. Um, Diego's been a great, great new ad for the league. And I think having the understanding, watching your own brother play, I would like to see that matchup in a quarterfinal. But because it's Chelsea, it's not somebody else. I don't think that Ajax have much of a chance unless they play spectacular defense. And we have seen them do that. Um, it's going to take a valiant effort. And, you know, Edison could be whispering in, D- in Diego's ear on what to do. And that could be a key factor. But Chelsea, I'm sorry, just <laughs> in tournament matches, especially the FA Cup, they were left out of the last cup. This is a proving ground for them. Um, I think Chris will want his double because he's got denied the treble already. But uh, obviously he'll face tougher opposition as we go forward. But this will be an interesting matchup. I look forward to this very much. I do think Chelsea will go through. LAFC and Manchester United, however, is not so clear-cut. LAFC in the past have been struggling, but up until recently have caught a bit of form. Manchester United last year were a good talking point as a team that it looks like they're going to take that next step. They didn't, and where they currently sit is in a battle to avoid relegation, specifically the playoff battles. Now, there is a chance that the Manchester United talent takes over, and that is what I believe could happen. However, LAFC has proven that in the tournament matches, they are the best defensive team out of nowhere. Like They just surprise you defensively, and I expect guys like Riyad Mahrez, I expect guys like Ben Yedder to kind of mess with this Manchester United defense that at times just isn't consistent. They don't move the ball very quickly out of the back. Um, they they struggle to clear the ball from the managers I've talked to. It's not been a good season defensively for United. Where they can hurt LAFC is in the attack. I could see, in my opinion, I believe one leg will be played very closely and another leg will be played with just pure offense. I expect both teams to score tons of goals in this matchup, which means they probably won't now that I've said that. Uh, But I think I like Chelsea and LAFC to have a rematch of the VT Cup final of two seasons ago, or a past season. So I fully expect that to reincarnate while Chelsea and LAFC go through. The last two quarterfinal matchups on this side of the bracket will be Club America and Tottenham Hotspur versus, or excuse me, with Augsburg playing against Atletico Nacional. Augsburg and Nacional should be a very tricky battle as David is a very tactical manager. He's going to try and play through his best players, and we'll see how much of an impact those talents could make against an Augsburg defense that has held up for the most part. The problem with Augsburg is that they have trouble scoring when they need to. I do believe the recent form of Cito Amoble and Sterling could push this team through, but it's going to take a very much uh, concentrated defensive effort to hold on. I think it'll be a close tie, probably 2-1 on aggregate. That's where I think it'll be very tight. These teams know each other very well. Uh, David's uh, semi-decent form lately should really help him against Augsburg and Roman's very good defense, but at the same time, very shaky offense. Club Medica and Tottenham Hotspur is a matchup that I think most of us would write off Tottenham. I'm not going to write off Tottenham completely. Uh, I was thinking about this when I was at work. Um, how much of a chance does Aaron actually have? I'm going to give him about a 10% chance <laughs> that he gets it. I think he has to score early. Um, the hoping on a late goal is going to be very tricky and make his shots on target count. Um, you know, that's one thing that's gone against surges. If teams could really put the pressure on their keeper it has an effect on the game, and that has been only one of the real ways he's been beatable. 
Um, you know, trying to catch this team on the break is going to be hard with all the pace they possess at the back um, and the very much control they have at the back. So I do expect Dominica to go through, but I'm not going to write off Tottenham if they go through. Um, if there's a chance, uh, it's very little, but it's going to take the talented players from Tottenham to really step up. We have yet to see the best of Bernardo Silva. Uh, Harry Kane's picked it up a bit lately. Uh, I don't know if he's going to be enough, though, to get past the second best team in D1 this season. So let's go through. We have America beating Tottenham. Augsburg with Atletico Nacional. Chelsea beat Ajax. LAFC beat Manchester United. Lyon get past Celtic. I have Liverpool past Wolves. Barca pass AC Milan. And Arsenal pass Young Boys. Let's move on to the quarters where we have Arsenal and Barcelona playing. I do think that Barcelona are just too talented to go out at this stage, especially with Arsenal being very leaky in defense at times. They do make a lot of mistakes trying to pass from their defense up into the field. And I think that's where a team like Barcelona, who either is going to be okay with counterattacking you or pressing the game, can take advantage of both situations very nicely. Um, They get the ball out very quickly. They don't mind the long ball. uh, And they utilize it very much. I don't know if Arsenal have the talent to keep up very much like AC Milan won't have the talent. Uh, And I think that's why I'll have Barca going through, being the first team I put into the semifinals. We obviously have Lyon and Liverpool playing uh, if, you know, things work out. I hate to say it because here's the thing. I always respect the effort put in by both these teams. I do think Santi's got the offensive talent to go along with the tactical know-it-how, but he's struggled lately. And he will be the first to tell you, I'm not playing my best, but I know I can play better. And I can say the same for Liverpool. I think this will be a big time duel of can you figure out how to stop Messi versus can Leon stop Liverpool in the midfield um you know it's, it's clear that Santi hasn't been able to pick up the midfields lately of a three to a four man set yet but if right now that's not going to matter if he can get the goals um and I just I just feel like Leon have that ability to score at any time they want the problem is they haven't been able to get those key shots off. I think a team like Liverpool could also prevent that from happening, uh, but a little bit prone to mistakes. Um, I do think this is going to be a tight battle. Whoever goes through is definitely going to deserve it. Um, I think I'm just going to edge out the Santi very, very closely. Uh, I think it'll take a little bit of uh, hunkering down uh, for both teams defensively and maybe not a lot of chances taken, uh, which will definitely hurt the scoreline, uh, but I think eventually we'll have Leon going through. So I have Leon and Barcelona playing each other in the first semifinal. Let's get into, sorry, let's get into Leon or LAFC versus Chelsea in one of the quarterfinal matchups. Uh, let's be honest; <laughs> these two have battled before, and they'll continue to do so. Chelsea's form this year have been super great, or has been super great, and I don't expect him to go out now with the rage of not playing in the VT Cup. I think that alone is going to carry him, but because Henming Son and Cristiano Ronaldo are on the same team, and you look at what Ronaldo's done in the past, and you look at what Son's doing this season, I just don't think LAFC can hold them out for long enough. I think it'll be a defensive battle maybe in the first leg, but I do know as we get to grind time, I don't know if late in the match, LAFC have enough talent off their bench to hold off the talent that's going to be on the Chelsea bench coming off. And I think that'll be what really breaks this game up with Chelsea going through. 
I have, uh, excuse me, uh, uh, I have Club America playing Augsburg in the other quarterfinal. Um, you know, these two teams talk about defensive teams right here. This will be a close one. I think both teams will try and possess the ball. I expect it to be 2-1 over the both legs, something very much to Roman's liking to keep the games close. The only prospect I see of it blowing up is if Kevin De Bruyne continues to influence this team going forward. We saw his shot against Liverpool. The guy, if he's going to hit shots like that, he's going to practically be uh, impossible to stop. Uh, and that would be the only guy I kind of turn as the X factor uh, for these matches. I do think America goes through, whether it's them being able to finally score a ton of goals or it's going to be because Roman makes a mistake. Something is going to give... Uh, Surge an opportunity to pounce on something, and he's going to take that chance. He's been able to do it all season, um, you know, and I think that he has this clear-cut killer instinct when he's in the box. He knows what he wants to do, and he usually gets it done. And I think we will see a, <laughs> that rematch between Chelsea and Club America, and I will wait to talk about that one. <laughs> but let's start with Lyon versus Barcelona. These two teams are. Obviously very talented, uh, and I think I know a lot of people are like, man, you're picking just the best teams. There will be at least one team that you know, surprises everybody. There's potential for that. I'm not saying that Liverpool won't go past this Lyon squad. Um, there's very much potential LAFC can get past Chelsea, and uh, even Ajax can keep up with Chelsea, or Wolves get past Liverpool and Lyon. You know, Arsenal beat Young Boys and Barcelona. You know, Tottenham beats Club America. These There are chances, but I'm going to stick with these guys because they have been red hot. And even when they've not been good, they've still somehow found a way to win games. So this is where we're at. The final four is Barcelona versus Lyon in the first semifinal. And in the other side of the bracket, we have a rematch of last year's semifinal, Club America and Chelsea. So I'll wait to talk about that. Let's talk very quickly about Barcelona and Lyon. I think this game will come down to who can hold out the other the longest. They'll basically be the first one to score a goal. I think will be important because then you control the game in different ways. And, you know, not just playing Santi in the past, but others talking to me about him and getting some type of idea of how to play him this season. It is to take his tempo out of his game. No, let him have the quick passes, but don't let him play that final ball. Let him have the space in the midfield. Don't let him play in the final third. Same thing has been occurring with Evan. He plays this 4-4-2. Don't let him get on the break. If he's going to hit you on the break, let him do it with guys back. He's not going to be able to open up the game the same way. Let him possess the ball, basically, is what we're being told from both these two, you know, as the scattering report for both these teams. Which team is going to impl implement the better game plan is going to be the team who comes out of this. I don't care if it is not working in the first half. It'll eventually work itself out. I think both these teams can break each other down. It's going to take a little bit of an effort. I do think Leon will make it to their final, uh, to the final first time in a while here, but I think that they'll get in. Um, I think they deserve a chance, a little bit of redemption. They haven't been playing the best in the league, but I think the focus now is, Hey, we could win a cup. We could win a title this season. Let's try and take this one. We saw what Serge did uh, in the VT Cup. He was able to make sure I got at least something out of this season. Obviously, he'll still be in this, but I do think Leon will make it to the final. I'll talk about that in a bit. I will go with, uh, or excuse me, I have Chelsea and Club America in the other semis. Uh, 
I think this is going to just be a ridiculous game. I I cannot wait to watch it if it's on Twitch. I think it could be another like the other game where they match up very evenly. Um, I do think whoever comes out of this semi will be the favorite. Uh, but I don't think it'll be as easy as, oh, you know, we have this... Um, we have a strength over the other one. I just think the attack from America is youthful. Uh, it's very direct. You see Chelsea very much the same. And that is youthful, but they have these the same amount of pace going forward. You got Sancho. You have Rashford, obviously, with America. You have Salah, Son, Bale, Ronaldo on the other one. So there is a lot of attacking stars on on both sides. You know, you have Virgil van Dijk, Juan Basaka at the back. Strakosha has been one of the best goalies in the league for a while now. Um, Castiles is not far behind him. Uh, Jonathan Taws there at the back for Chelsea. There are players everywhere that can really affect this match or these matches. So we'll see how this one plays out. I, I, I hate to say this. I, I think Chelsea's going to get their revenge. We're having a nice rivalry grow here between these two teams. Um, and I do believe we will get this matchup the way we want it to get it. Uh, it'll just hopefully be on Twitch. We get to watch the whole thing. Hopefully they play, you know, until there's uh, – <laughs> hopefully we play a little while past the relega- uh, regular time uh, just to just to have that epic matchup. Uh, I do think Chelsea go through, though, whether it's just – whether it's golden goal or it's uh, – it's just a last-minute winner or a 1-0 win. That's what it's going to take, unfortunately. Let's get to the final now. we got Chelsea and Lyon, old old rivals trying to you know, get essentially their first title of the year. Chelsea have been the team over the last two seasons. Uh, they were denied last season in the FA Cup in the semis. Do they deserve to be given it this time around? I, I think that just the recent history in the league says yes. And... Don't get me wrong, Serge definitely had the blueprint to play a solid game against uh, Chris, but it's going to take, I think, um, the best of Santi. And if Santi can reach his best by the final, I would give him a solid chance to make it, or excuse me, to win the whole thing. I do think we'll see a very tight game. I think Messi versus Ronaldo, this game is always going to be one of the better matchups when these two teams meet. Um... And I think both of them, gamer-wise, are pretty even. Uh, Chelsea's a little bit more of the juking type, where Santi's going to try and play that quick passing final ball, finish you and the <laughs> just finish it off with an easy tap in. Um, and I think we will see a couple goals in this game, but I do believe it'll be three-two to Chelsea. They are the FA Cup winners. A little bit of redemption on their end. Whether they go on to win the league after this, we'll see. Uh, but this will be a stepping stone for this team as we look to <laughs> the second half of the season. I think Chelsea will have won the second title that is available in the San Pedro FIFA League uh, this season. And that is coming here uh, out of someone who's won it twice. It's not easy to get here. I don't care how good you are. the Not just the amount of matches, but the fact that you just... Uh, you have to keep your focus throughout the whole thing. It is not going to be easy. Um, I would have liked to see more D2 teams get better matchups, but unfortunately, that's just the way it works when you don't win your group. You don't get the easy matchups in the second round um, or a better chance of going through. There's no real easy matchups at this point. Uh, but yeah, that's what I have. I have 3 2 to Chelsea over Leon in the final. Um, you guys let me know what you guys think. I do believe that we are going to get a very good tournament. 
Um, hopefully most of these games are on Twitch to watch. I think this is the time to really show off what we got, and I cannot wait to watch what you guys have to offer. The rest of the league is shut down until these games are done, so I cannot wait uh, to sit there and watch. The rest of us very much uh, just get to sit at home and see who gets crowned the winner, um, which is a really good way to spend hard quarantine. Um, but yeah, and this ends the podcast. I want to thank you guys all for listening. Uh, follow us at San Pedro FIFA League on Instagram uh, for you managers on Facebook uh, who already follow us. Thank you guys so much for that. Let's try and uh, get you guys in for an interview after this is over. We'll obviously have the transfer window. So a lot of stuff is coming our way in the coming weeks. I will bring all that news to you guys as it comes out. I'll try and keep up with all the transfers. That's easier said than done and the payouts that are going to come from the FA Cup. But for now, let's enjoy this wondrous tournament as we have 16 teams on the board. And we'll only be left with one standing with the FA Cup t- uh, title. Um, it'll, it is, like I said, the second title available out of three. We still have the division winners to be crowned, promotion, relegation, etc., etc. But for now, this is what we have. This is one of the best tournaments in the league. It is one of the oldest, and I cannot wait for us to have this. This is going to be really fun, Um, and I look forward to seeing you guys play. Uh, Good luck to everybody, and uh, once again, thank you guys for listening. We wouldn't—I wouldn't be able to do this if uh, I wouldn't be able to do this if it wasn't for you guys, Uh, Joey and Aaron. Thank you guys for helping out on the podcast. Um, Yeah, you guys just be safe. Um, Continue to wash your hands and wear your masks. Until the next time, this has been the San Pedro FIFA League Podcast.